0: When you Angie that download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A N G I.com.
1: Recently, we have a friend who's, who was in a relationship for three years, something like that, three or four years. And they just got dumped because by nothing else other than that, they weren't the same religion. Yeah. And it was really important to her family that he be that religion. And so even though she still technically loved him and cared for him, she broke up with him because of that and he could have, you know, saved all of that time by just having that discussion in the beginning and, you know, making a commitment in the beginning over whether or not that's
2: He should have been a friggin' Lutheran. It ain't hard.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Last week we started taking questions from all of you via phone. And it was Which very It's never been done before. We did we did live. Never
1: in the world has that ever been done it before. It doesn't that doesn't happen. We did it. We're for, the first we podcast it, in the though. world who did that. Yes.
2: Okay. So now we're going to be taking your questions further.
1: Well, we're it's a con- we already filmed it. <laughs> true. <laughs> we're just going to we're just going to continue the video that we filmed.
2: It just opened so cool. It did. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz we're talking about world firsts and records and stuff. That. That's true. Yeah. This That's the, fine. Here's this, the episode.
1: This is live right now it's happening right now
2: <laughs> we're wearing different clothes
1: yeah we're gonna change right now. LA. Yeah, we're
2: gonna change let's change real quick
1: all right next caller hello the iron chef well that's your instagram handle i'm guessing yeah, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. your birth name
3: <laughs> i'm 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 not gonna lie i was just thinking about this right now i'm like
1: i'm not gonna call it's all right Ah. well
2: you are dead wrong sir and you will never doubt us again
1: you thought we ghosted you
3: I'm kind of used to that in my life at this point.
1: Oh, my gosh. That is oh, very shit. fitting to your question about depression. We'll get to that in a second. But first, uh, would you like to compliment us?
3: Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> when I saw that you actually liked my thing yesterday, I looked at my little sister. I'm like, oh, my God. She's like, what? Nikki just answered the thing. I'm, she's like, what? I'm like, I'm. I'm going to have a heart attack.
1: Aww. Oh, that's awesome, man. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. It uh, really had nothing to do with you. me, but that's fine. That's thank fine. you so much for that awesome compliment that was like to both of us. It's <laughs> Right?
2: Yeah, I love it. you guys so much. Oh, my God. Oh, we you, love don't, you, bro. you don't have to compliment, Steve. No, I, I, thank you. I needed it. Thank you.
1: No, no, please don't. But,
2: but that's why they call my ice man. That's what's up, Exactly. See, He's he knows. too cool for compliments. He knows.
1: Um, so, you had a question about depression. Would you like to ask that question?
3: Yeah. So... Um, 2019 for me was a very rough time because I had like a lot of things happen all at once. Uh, I kind of, uh, had the opportunity to start my own business and with a friend that I met in culinary school to start up, uh, pretty much to help them build a business and, from the ground up and that involved physical labor and it involved uh, kitchen layouts, and it involved menus. And um, so what happened was it didn't fall through, and I relocated from Oregon to Washington and slowly started to run out of the money that I saved and ended up having to pick up two jobs and working 80-hour weeks to keep up with everything. And in the end, she kind of said, well, you know, so I'm going to work out. It's okay. And I said, "What?" Like I did I relocated and did all this stuff to try to make a business and and my it was my fault for relying on someone to do that and it caused me a lot in the sense of like <clears throat> like I, I work as a chef and um I didn't get to take care of my body like I, I used to. So what happened was I overworked like crazy and it cost me to get carpal tunnel surgery on both hands oh, and uh, nerve readjustment in my left elbow because at at one point I was working 16-hour days and I couldn't grab my saute pan. I couldn't cut anything anymore and I had to kind of make the choice to quit, move back to Nevada with my parents and see if they can help me and i ended up having to get surgery on four surgeries because they did my hands and then when they did a nerve readjustment, um i'm the third person out of like 500 uh, patients that the nerve just snapped and i had to go to the er so that was another surgery so Jesus. i put in so much uh work to try to do something and I come from I'm a first generation so my parents Mm. came here when they were 17 and so for me because they did so much for me I just want to do and kind of pay them back for everything they did for me and I thought that was my year. Yeah. And so what ended up happening was it cost me a lot and it hurt, and then right now, uh, <laughs> I'm in a point where I'm afraid to do anything because what it kind of cost me. And I'm 26, so I'm, like, trying not to freak out and say, I need to do more or I need to figure something out because I can't just stay stagnant. But my hands don't work as good, and it's kind of taking me some time to get used to using them again. And um, I got to a point where I'm, like, doubting myself and having these second thoughts where I normally can just get get up and move. And I come from a really small town, so I don't have that same mentality of let me just go and get after it. And I'm just, like, very skittish and afraid, and I don't know how to kind of get past that hump.
1: Yeah, because yeah. you, you went out, out of your comfort zone and you went out on a limb and then you had kind of this domino effect of insane things that happened to you. I feel like you got punished for that. Yeah. Yeah. And so now you, if you try again, you're scared. You kind of have a little PTSD if like something like that happens again. Um, first, yeah. of all,
2: first of all, dude, you're a complete fucking badass to get through all that shit. Yeah. Like That is tough stuff, that man. That is so much. That's not easy stuff at all for anybody. And the fact that you're even here, talking to us and going like, "I want to get back on the horse. I want to do better," is huge, especially for somebody your age. You have no idea how mature you are. Oh, uh, that
3: makes me so. Oh my god,
2: it's thank true. you. Like
3: that's, I don't expect to get caught like that, but I'm like, oh, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that. It's
2: true, brother. That's what's that's what's going on, man. Like you're you're a tough son of a bitch over there. You got all, you got. All kinds of reasons why you can't do something, but here you are saying like I want to do stuff. That's you have no
1: idea how ahead of yeah, other you people you the are. Yeah, you have the determination of people that win and succeed. So you I, get the heart of a lion, my friend. I, you're an iron ass chef. You're a lion heart. <laughs> um, nice. I, and I know you feel like your skills aren't up to par anymore because of your physical condition, your hands and stuff. Um, and I'm not sure how bad it is because you said you're just you're not as fast, right? Uh, as um, you,
3: when I pick things up, like, since I'm home, I cook for my family. And when I went to grab a handle, my mom noticed I can't hold a pot, an empty pot, because then my hand starts, my left hand starts to shake. Mm. So, like, there's, like, the the muscles are gone. And I do a, well, I would do, I lift weights, so I couldn't do that for two months. And that really hurt me, because with lifting, it is a very good stress reliever, and it helps me kind of dilate a lot of things and i couldn't do that for three months because of this and then going back and not being able to do as much as i could like it's the amount is at least it's really like kind of fucks with my head because i also worked really hard for that because i i have a pacemaker so i had surgery in 2017 and that took me back so i was able to kind of come back from my surgery and then Strong and then for out of nowhere, just have 2019 pop out of nowhere and kick me in the balls. It just crippled me and I'm like,
1: yeah, wow, dude. It seems like you, (laughs) you like your determination is everything. You have like perseverance,
2: and that's why you're so ahead of so many other people man it's because you're already back i mean there are people out there who are like i gotta get back to the gym you're like i'm back in the gym i'm just not lifting as much as yeah, i could you're
1: the type of person that i feel like you would invent a new way to hold pot- pots because like <laughs> you'd like end up innovating something because you're so like, determined you're,
2: yeah yeah man you got to see what what's going for you right now you have a lot going for you instead of i know 2019 was shit but thank god 2019's over like you got 2020 now to 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 make yourself better. And you're already doing it. And, you're already doing yeah,
1: it. Yeah, and I feel like the you're the type of person that you're you're since you're you are searching, you will find a way, whether it's like whether it's you using more creativity, like finding a way to hold a pot or, you know, in the meantime, while you're going to physical therapy and getting that strength back, maybe you write a cookbook or an ebook, or maybe you make videos on how to cook online. And that's not something that you need a lot of speed for because you already have the knowledge and the skill for. So you're just kind of sharing that knowledge. And that in in itself is very valuable. Um, You know, just doing Tasty Tuesday videos, I don't even know how to cook and you know, people. People watch, don't care. Like, they don't. They don't care. They just want to know what meal to make, how to make it. It does it taste good? And you're a chef. Like you, you could. De- you definitely have a lot to share with the world. And you're I-
2: a chef who can't hold pots. There's irony already. I already want to watch that.
1: <laughs> irony. Iron. I hate it. Uh,
2: yeah. So, <laughs> but listen, brother. I mean, that. That's all I'm saying is. I mean, like you could look back on twenty nineteen. It sucked. It did. But what did you learn? I mean, you it sounds like you learned a fuck ton.
1: That you're strong as yeah. fuck.
2: Yeah. and and that's what so that's what happened there, right? It was a lesson it, it, you 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 tried something and you failed at it and you're back on the horse already. Like I think you're so far ahead of where you even think you are. You have no idea.
1: Yeah. It's like um, you know, when I was I was acting and I was going to auditions and stuff and I was like you know really trying to fucking make it in the in that arena and then I got sued and uh and then while I was getting sued my boyfriend broke up with me and then while that happened I got in a car crash and it, and I was just like well, I'm not meant to do I'm not meant to do this then I'm you know I'm not meant to do it but then I felt like bouncing back from that made me stronger You push through yeah, yeah. and when you and you, got when you realize side. that you can push through and you get to the other side you feel like you can do anything mm-hmm. so i feel like you're just in that process right there you're pushing yeah and and right now it may seem like the fucking whole world's against you but you're strong dude and i feel like this is this is just building character and adding to your story and when you get there it's going to be so much more fun to tell
3: yeah, thank you. I appreciate that a lot. And I remember hearing you talk, Nikki, talking about how you withdraw through all that. And to me, when I hear that, I'm like, I'm such a fucking bitch.
2: Like, <laughs> oh, my God. What? Wow. did it. I think she's such a fucking bitch. I know
1: the same. I'm like, oh, I'm such a wimp for complaining about that. You went to surgeries? Yeah, and- come on. You got nerve. Oh, my goodness. You got all kind
2: of nerve shit and stuff. That's hard shit. Yeah. I fell asleep on my hand one time, so I can kind of relate. Because I fell asleep on <laughs> my hand one time and I couldn't use my hand for like four months.
1: This is this the second story of you falling asleep on something and not being able to use it? True. <laughs> in this True. episode alone. He fell asleep on oh, his neck funny. and couldn't use it either.
2: Well, I could really use funny. it, but I couldn't fuck. So, yeah. It was yeah the, oh, no. Yeah. So, what's, horrible. what's the point? Horrible.
1: It's similar.
3: Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It's like when I have the surgery, they do this thing called a nerve block. And when I got out of surgery, uh, my arm was just dead weight, and I couldn't feel it, and oh. it took about four days for me to even move uh, my finger, just one finger.
1: Oh, man. And if
3: I went forward, it was like a, uh I oh, I can't think of what it's called. Anyways, it's just dead weight, so it's like running into shit, and I would always hit my chair. I was limp. Oh.
0: Like,
3: yeah, it's just dead. Like, wow. I can't move it, and I was like, oh, my God, I can't feel anything, and if I did, this would hurt really bad.
1: Dang. Damn, son. I hate yeah. that. I hate that for you. I'm glad that you got through it though cuz yeah. like it sounds like you have a the a, you know, movement back in that uh, hand. Yeah, it's just
3: slowly but it's surely. Slowly. But,
2: yeah. That's progress though. That's yeah. what progress is. And I'm proud of you, man. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and you're not oh. as alone as as maybe you feel sometimes. Like you trust me. Like it,
1: it... And you're 26. You're super young. I feel like uh that's like the perfect age to start over again it's like you learned a bunch of life lessons to to, through 25 and i always say 25 is the worst year for everybody um and then 26 is like you're starting over again like you and that's who you're going to be for your adult life but you've learned a lot of lessons and i feel like that's in the long run that'll it's better than people that haven't done that yet
2: absolutely you listen that's what failure is right it's a it's a chance to learn from what what happened and not make that mistake again and i think you got that
1: well not even like not making it again because like you couldn't really prevent that from happening well no i'm talking about like jumping
2: into a business partnership with somebody and being
1: more more savvy like you'll kind of you'll know like oh let's put this in writing first or like contracts like that um, yeah so that and you don't get screwed over again
2: yeah, 2019, just write it off, bro. Yeah, write it off. Yeah,
1: <laughs> just write it <laughs> off as a, the school of hard knocks. Yep. For real. Yeah. yeah, that's
3: trying to think and be on a positive note, but there's just like those days where it's like, I feel like I I see it as I failed and I let my family down and that weight for me just sits there. And every time I tell my parents, like, ah, I fucked up, I failed you guys and I'm really sorry. And then they tell me, no, you're, you're okay. You don't got to worry about it. But for me, I just feel very, because I'm the only, I'm the first one out of my whole family to go to college. And so for me, I think with that opportunity, I have no excuse to not be able to do better than my parents. I always tell them I won't do better than you guys, but in a respectful way, like by this
2: age, I want to be able to hold my own you're not you're not there right out of the gate but you'll get there you
1: have the right attitude you'll, you'll definitely get there for yeah. sure
2: It ain't over till the fat lady sings man and it's far from over
1: yeah at 26 I was in so much debt and I was like I had 89 cents in my account I had I was single like uh, I was gonna get kicked out of my apartment and uh, and then you know just a year later things were awesome and you know? I would
2: say the same thing if you were 46 man. It ain't over till it's over. It's you're not done until it's done. Right,
1: right. The, I think w- the mistake we make is because you know that you can do better, you set, you know, high standards and you set timelines for yourself that like if you fail to complete by that timeline, it must mean that you, you know, completely failed. But those are those are just made up limitations in our heads. And it comes from wanting to do well, but um, sometimes they can they it, it can Sabotage our, our best efforts
2: I thought by now in life I'd have a huge budget movie out With like fucking Dwayne The Rock Johnson Or some shit Yeah I'm not there yet Same But I'm not But it ain't over yet Yeah I'm still working on this shit So And so are you And, and, you're, and you're gonna do it man You're you're more determined than anybody
3: Wow thank you I really really appreciate it Especially coming from you guys Cause I think Cause I know I've been watching you guys Since like 2014 Cause
2: Oh, thanks, Nikki, man.
3: when you were on Acid the Fields, and then you would talk about Steve. Oh, and yeah. And then when we got to put a face on Steve, I'm like, that's Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I used to see your pranks, too, but I didn't make the connection because you never said his name.
1: True. I gotcha. like, True.
3: I paid attention enough to catch that. I gotcha.
1: That's right. Yeah, like one episode, because I always said he was a YouTuber. I am always like, my boyfriend, he's a YouTuber, but right. I never really like said your channel wow, thanks for or, not plugging me even and then. then they finally asked in one episode like they're like what, is, what channel is it jesus yeah <laughs> well you weren't making pranks like you weren't actively like yeah, yeah, yeah. posting back then no. but yeah um but yeah well thank you so much for supporting and watching and thanks for the love yeah brother you're the man you're Keep awesome. your head up out there you're awesome. You have such a good attitude and i and i know that you're gonna do much greater things this wasn't it
3: no man i really appreciate that from the both of you i really do because i listen to your guys podcast and uh, been watching for a minute and i try to learn and take as much as i can like positive whether it's relationships or like mental health or whatever's going on and listening to, listening to you guys i share it with a lot of my friends like listen to this you gotta listen to this because they're kind of the same route as i am and I always tell them like you gotta listen to this podcast, whether it's Big Mood, Girl, the Big Mood, mm-hmm. or whether it's Here, Don't Tell You, like everybody, because you guys put out really good advice and information that is very honest and it is very much so like change. It changes your perspective on everything that it kind of talks about.
2: Well, thanks, brother. Oh, I would You're love awesome. to clown on you and talk shit on you because you know that's how I am. <laughs> but I genuinely can't find a hole in your story to poke through. So I'm pretty pissed about it. So I'm going to let you go now.
1: <laughs> Thank <laughs> you so much. You're awesome. Thank you, thanks, brother. Pe- Have a good peace day. Peace out. Have, Have a good day.
2: I hate it when I can't make fun of somebody. I'm like, I got no in. I no. I got no in. So humble. Right.
1: So so hardworking. Nice person. So determined. Works
2: hard. Thinks he's a failure. Has, I mean, good Lord. What
1: a dick. We hate him.
4: Humble,
2: humble as hell.
1: He's canceled. A humble, hard worker. <laughs> Let's. Ke- How can we make his life harder?
2: Yeah, cancel him.
1: <laughs> All right, next caller. Hello, Manuel.
2: Yo. Hi. Oh, hey.
1: Is it Manuel, Manuel or Manuel? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah,
2: Manuel. Manuel. What's up, dude? You're live on shit. They don't tell you we are what? I, we are live.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you have a question <laughs> that we are going to get to, but first we really need some compliments because it's been a while since we got complimented. So give us really a good one, okay? Did, like, give us a, a good really one. good compliment.
4: You guys are the best couple I've ever seen. Hell
2: yeah! <laughs> oh my god,
1: thank you so much. <laughs> That's
4: my bad.
2: Thanks, bro. I'm like, you
1: your your
4: shoulder? Hilarious. Oh, thanks. And just, then just on. It's awesome to see just how Nikki and you like you guys' dynamic work
1: together, and it's it's amazing. Oh my god! Thank you so wow, much. Thank you, Our dude. dynamic Appreciate is that. pretty awesome. It's dope. Okay, so Manuel, you had a question about religion in relationships. What is that question?
4: Okay, so um, it, it's coming from a place uh, from a breakup, and kind of in now that I'm trying to like. Not not that I'm thinking that just what I could or, like, expect in a different relationship. So my last relationship ended because of the other person's religion, and they said that something was going on with them and their religion, that they had to focus on it more. So, like, my question would be, like, in searching uh, for a new relationship, like, when should religion be talked about?
1: Um, I wow. think it depends on the person because if, if it's a big part of their life like that, I think right away in the beginning because uh, recently we have a friend who's who was in a relationship for three years, something like that, three or four years, and they just got dumped because by nothing else other than that they weren't the same religion. Yeah. And it was really important to her family that he be that religion. And so even though she still... Technically loved him and cared for him. She broke up with him because of that, and he could have, you know, saved all of that time by just having that discussion in the beginning and, you know, making a commitment in the beginning over whether or not that's.
2: He should have been a friggin' Lutheran. It ain't hard.
1: <laughs> uh, so when it comes to that, I think absolutely. If it's important to somebody that should be like one of the first conversations that you have is like, will it be an issue if I'm not the same religion? as And you?
2: sometimes when you're, when you first start dating somebody, like what's the, what's the first thing they talk about? Like what's the, what's their major, major interest. If that's religion, then you better get that out of the way. If you okay. got differing opinions. On yeah. It.
1: Because I have other friend couples who are completely separate religions and they, they, you Nobody know, cares. One's one's Jewish, one's Christian. They both practice and they're like they'll do Hanukkah and Christmas and they don't care. Yep. The love is more important than the religious aspect of it. Um, and I so- got
2: another friend who does They do uh, another Christmas Hanukkah one, and then he snubs her Hanukkah, and she goes to his Christmas. So, you know, you just never know.
1: (laughs) That's true. Uh, Yeah, and it's all about, like, same with politics. I feel like, you know, those things that can get really emotional for people that become people's identities. Yeah, I feel um, like, this
2: is my identity, okay? This is part of who I am? Yeah. Then then you better get that shit out of the way.
1: Yeah, then I think you really have to be in their bubble in order to make it work. But if it's, like... Some people are like, "Yeah, this is part of who I am, but I care about the love in the relationship more." It's like all about what they value. Oh,
2: I want to hang out with that person so much more.
1: Yeah. All right. So, are you? Uh, you're just fearful that the next person that you meet, that they're gonna break up with you because of something to do re- with religion. Yeah,
4: and just like, uh, like, just wondering, like, when I should like bring it up. Or, uh, I think right, right away. Stuff like that.
2: Well, now you've got me curious. What's your religious uh, affiliation?
4: <laughs> uh, I, right now, I'm not uh, like tied down to a religion, but I'm exploring Christianity.
1: Okay.
2: Word. Yeah. Would you call yourself a, uh, what do you call it? A, 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 what? Not an atheist, the other one. Agnostic? Agnostic.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: We don't talk to agnostics on this show. Please dump his call, please. (laughs)
1: Excuse me. Dump dump his call. (laughs) I'm offended. As an agnostic, (laughs) I'm like super offended. (laughs) No, uh, no. I think that's really healthy for you to have that open mind and explore different religions. Um, It's tight. That's what I did. Like I, I went and like checked out. I, I was raised Catholic, and then I went to Christianity. Like, which is. Catholics are Christian but it's just a way stricter yeah. form of Christianity and then um, you know checked out Christ- like being Christian for a while and there was there's was a lot of aspects I really liked about it and I just took those with me and uh, there were aspects I didn't like about it so I was like well if I if I can't like all of it then I'm not going to claim that I'm that and then I explored like Buddhism and Hinduism. How do you explore
2: Buddhism? Well, like
1: I just learned about it. Like okay. I wanted to learn, like <laughs> what do they believe in? Why did they believe that? What What are the stories that made them believe that? Like how did this religion get structured? Do they think that you're a bad person if you're not that? Like are they the type that judge other people for not being that religion? I, I Just like just, I like exploring the whole history of, of why people are like are like that. I was raised uh, Catholic,
2: but then my neighbors. Uh, invited me to a Baptist church and I only went because they had dodgeball, which made it way cooler than Catholic- Catholicism.
1: Yeah, Christians are way cooler than Catholics. Way cooler with their youth groups yeah. and stuff.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. So, but then I used to have to sit through Bible study and all I wanted to do is play dodgeball. So I was like, I don't think this is gonna work out.
1: Oh, there was a cute guy in my Bible study group and like he was it was a youth group and then you had to do Bible study as a portion of it and then you play games the rest of the time. And there was like See, a, a really cute guy. Yeah, that's how they got me. Yep. But then she told me I couldn't listen to Eminem and then I quit that day. I stopped being Christian. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> yeah. No, they they were like, his lyrics are very offensive and like they, they put down women and they, you know, just the whatever. They, they were dissecting like whatever lyrics they thought like bitches. And if you listen to people that say the word bitch or they cuss or whatever. And so I, I stopped being, I stopped being part of that youth group that day. Wow. Yeah, I was like, wow. I was like Fuck yourself. Jesus. Yeah.
2: Well, there you go, brother. If if, if your chick uh, likes Eminem, you can dump her pretty quick for the same reason, then.
1: Wow. <laughs> I'm offended. As a religious Marshall Mathers enthusiast, uh I'm offended
2: as the husband of one dude get the fuck out while you can you'll hear nothing else on the radio you'll hear nothing else on Spotify at home when she's vacuuming it doesn't matter you're hearing the whole fucking album
1: if you can't accept me and Marshall then you can't accept me at all at my best yeah if you can't accept me at my Marshall you can't you don't get me um, whatever the thing is I don't get you at get your it. silence yeah
2: alright well thanks for calling brother do you have any other questions or compliments
4: uh I I love what you guys are doing. I I just recently watched the
2: Smiley and the opening scene was hilarious. Oh, right. Yeah, Smiley with uh, Amy in the beginning.
1: And and you. You killed me.
2: I killed you, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks, brother. You're the man, dude. Yeah,
1: thank you so much. I'm glad you picked up today.
4: Have a great day.
2: All right. You too. See you later, you dirty agnostic. (laughs) Excuse (laughs) me. They're filthy people. Those those agnostics. That's true. Dirty, dirty half heathens.
1: It's been like five days since I um, washed my hair.
2: I'm agnostic too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Are you an Eminem enthusiast? No. Oh. You had a quote from him as your as your wallpaper for a while on your. I like that quote. Yeah. So.
2: I just did that to get laid.
1: Uh huh.
2: That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut.
1: Back to our podcast. Jenny Blake. A back to our podcast. Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven.
2: Hugh- Thank you for supporting the <laughs> show. <laughs>
1: All right, next caller. Hello, Ashabib. Hello, Ashabib. How's your day?
2: Hello, Nikki and Steve. Congrats on hundred episodes. Thank you. Thank you. you. Oh my God. Finally, someone says it like they know they're on the hundred episodes yeah. show.
1: <laughs> you are the first.
2: Did, did nobody really? No. Yeah, what a uh, what a crap operation we, we got. We asked
1: them specifically for compliments too, and they yeah. did not even mention. That we have reached. 100 it's like episodes. it's our
2: birthday, and nobody even said happy birthday the whole time. Birthday. They just said like, "Hey, we They're love just you." It like, You're "Hey, cool. we
1: like your shirt." And we're like, "Yeah, okay, but I'm like."
5: Operating under the theory, it's because I'm Canadian.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. there, it is. there you go. There it is. Canadians, they always
2: They're so polite, They're so <laughs> <freaking> <laughs> nice. nice.
1: <laughs> um, so, yeah, try. you had a question about business and marketing. <laughs> what is that yeah. question?
5: So, okay, I have to. I'll give you a little bit of a backstory. Um, last. Coming up on two years ago, I left my job for 10 years working at a major telecommunications company and got offered uh, a buy-in. So looked at my options, took a leap of faith, and went to start my own business helping people buy cars. It's something that have done throughout my whole life, kind of been obsessed with. It's, it's literally like anything non-work-related has always kind of been about cars. And I've helped so many people, everyone's like, you need to do this for a living. So, did that, kind of took the right leap to faith, started up a business. And I have a background in marketing like physical products. And I'm great with doing math. And as soon as I've moved into essentially developing and trying to market something intangible, And especially trying to build, like, like I built a web presence and social media and stuff like that. It's been really, really difficult to get any traction. And it's like, this is the the service, like, I can help save people thousands of dollars. And I've tried, like, outright marketing campaigns. i tried print stuff like that. And so I wanted to see if there was something I was missing or advice that maybe you guys could lend, given that you guys have essentially thrived online and had to build, you know, presences for yourself and build businesses and stuff like that, that maybe there's just something I'm completely
2: missing. Where are
1: you located? Canada. Uh,
5: So I'm in in the middle of Canada. I'm in Winnipeg, Manitoba. And the, the funny part about this is like Winnipeg is known for being a very deal hunter kind of area it's not a it's not Toronto, it's not Vancouver, we're dead center of Canada. So something you'd figure that is generally for most people the second most expensive thing in your life that you buy to be able to be save thousands of dollars potentially on that you'd figure it would be really appealing,
2: especially here. Have you so identified your target? To try and get traction.
1: Wait, well, what's the business though? What, what, what exactly it goes
2: with people it helps knock knock. To price, oh, price down well, on cars yeah,
1: essentially, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an automotive consultant so basically okay. you would hire me
5: to it not only advise you on what car to buy like i would guide you through the whole car buying process as well as i can go through and do the whole negotiation for you um
2: do you, like you know who your target
5: people would rather get a root canal than buy a car
2: no totally do, do you know who those people are? like have you identified the age range and like or like who you who you're looking for exactly who would need, who would want this business the most?
5: So I've identified kind of two key markets is first time or kind of more trepidatious buyers um, as well so for the educational aspects specifically to it, as well as higher end luxury buyers for somebody who wants someone to kind of take care of all the details for them. And I've tried kind of positioning in, in two different places to see which hits more. And it's like I'm not even getting anything, which I'm like, should this is just, just a sign that I should just kind of end it?
1: Um, so I'm not going to claim to be a marketing expert at all. Um, but, I mean, just... Being someone that uh like marketing marketing myself is the product it is very intangible. Um, I would say exposure is everything. Uh, where like I didn't even know that this that that business existed. I didn't even know that that was a business that you that there's a person that can help you negotiate cars. And and maybe that's just me, like my own na- naivete. No, but and, I and would,
5: that's that's exactly what I'm running into. is like. You, you know if you need to buy a house, oh, okay, I'll search retails and realtors in the area and yes. take a look at that. This is not something people know about. So it's like having to start an industry
4: almost.
1: Yes, exactly. You're starting like yeah. a whole industry. And so I think in general, like the more exposure you can give to that industry, like if I knew that there was a person – that could save me all that money, and that could negotiate a car deal. I think I would probably use them because I just don't even like the headache of doing that. Like I don't like having to talk to a dude that's gonna like try to hard sell me on shit, and then like I have to go back and forth. And I know at the end of the day what my hard lines are, but like he's gonna have to go through his whole dance. Okay, let me talk to my manager. Song and dance. Uh, yeah,
2: I'll, I'll come back.
1: Like I honestly would just rather cut the shit and have someone else do it, where they they know like okay, here's what the that's deal is. That's kind of what
2: Carmax is doing.
1: For sure. Uh,
2: for some people, but I don't know if they're in Canada. Uh, But but obviously- they're... No, they, actually, they had a, a company years ago in here and it failed
1: in Canada. Got it. Didn't Ikea fail in Canada too? <laughs> <It> failed, <yeah.
2: laughs> wow. Some big company, surprising that, companies, surprising yeah. companies. Well, in, let me ask you this, okay, because I'm not from Canada. Yeah. In Canada, is car negotiation just a delightful experience?
1: <laughs> yeah, true. You know, Are those cats much. like
2: super nice about it and, and shit? And in, in, in Canada, we get we
5: get more than probably any other major market. So here's what because I would they mark
2: stuff up. You know what I would do if I was you? I would make a YouTube yeah. video about how hard everyone in Canada is getting fucked by buying cars, and I would take them through your process and how you can make it cheaper for people.
1: Yeah, identify the problem to people because yes. people might not even know that there's that problem.
2: They don't know they're getting ripped off. Yeah. They're just smiling and walking out of a dealership with a new car, which is what people mostly do, right?
5: Yeah, and I, I've been doing um, articles that's up in print and have been looking to move into doing videos. So, you guys think that that's would be maybe a more approachable or easier to find way for people.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: I, I just that's why that's where a lot of people go to learn about something, right? And if you could teach them while marketing your business, I think that's
1: effective. I'm not, and not even just YouTube. Like if you make a video, like you can put it on Instagram or Facebook, mm-hmm. and Facebook actually has a way to super target demographic where you can get it to age range and like the city that you're in. Like like it, it really can yeah. narrow down to the exact demographic that you're looking for. And I'm sure you know that from marketing, like physical products. But um, the video, I think, should focus more on what the problem is to yes. like kind of inform people. So you kind of have to educate people on what that what your niche is in that in the marketplace, and then yes. like you introduce them to the problem and then solve the problem. Exactly. So the video kind of has to be the exposure to both of the things, um, rather than just the solution. Like also you know, telling them why they need it. Yeah, um, I just
2: think that's your cheapest best bet and it gives you the best shot.
1: Yeah, you know, test it out. Try a small marketing, like a small campaign with it and then see how that goes. And if you get some some sales with it or some more business with it, then, you know, you kind of know you're on the right track. Or if you didn't, you know, see kind of what went wrong. Like why, you know, why didn't it? Was it that people weren't clicking on it or was it that a lot of people saw it and didn't care? Uh, you can get a lot of at least data from, from doing that.
2: What's your company called, man? Uh, Asherbeeb
1: Automotive Consulting. Asherbee Automotive Consulting.
2: Well, there you go. You just got to yeah. plug on shit they I don't tell you. Asher Ashbury
1: <laughs> Asher,
2: Asher Beeb. Yeah. Water Motors. And
1: what what?
2: <laughs> consulting.
1: <laughs> automotive.
2: The perfect
1: The, the perfect commercial Aggried. right now. you and want us when to when you're ready to upgrade your mini, give me a
2: call. Yes, sir, dude. I am actually uh fairly within the next 2 years, I would say. Go to Winnipeg. I'll be in Winnipeg. Hey, can
1: you negotiate then, then for anymore. people? I
5: can help you remotely.
2: Okay, <laughs> that's, there that's you beautiful. go. That's Thank what I wanted you. to Thank you, know. brother.
1: Can you help people that aren't in Canada? That's...
5: Yeah, because I, I have two core services, essentially. The first one is going through the education process and doing everything like that. And then the second one is if you're local or if you're a higher-end client that wants to fly me out, then I can also do the negotiation and that process in person as well.
1: That's really cool. That's tight. I mean, honestly, yeah. overall... I say don't give up yet. I say uh, try every avenue you can with making this work. And if at the end of the day it doesn't work, you have all of these resources of knowledge to know like like where what was successful in the campaigns and what uh, like data to apply to the next venture that you have. I don't I don't know if I don't think this will be your last business.
2: Yeah, and just remember what you're what you're selling here. You're you're really selling yourself in a lot of ways. Like, hi, I am someone that you're going to have to trust to take you through this process. Uh, and yeah. here's the problem, and I am your solution.
5: Well, I mean, a lot of what you guys are saying is, is stuff that I have kind of had in the back of my head. I've been a little bit, I don't know, scared to kind of jump into the YouTube. Pool. I like I literally when I and when I say that, I have like GoPro, I have a camera bought a mic pack. Like, Beautiful. I have all this stuff that I've started, <laughs> that I've kind of been building up over the last few months. And I'm like...
1: you just the eh, anxiety of actually time? doing That's
5: it. What my trepidation has been.
1: Totally. So, I mean, the, the, really nice the first step is that. the hardest, you know? Like, actually doing the video. Like, your first video is hard. so hard because you're just like... It's so awkward. You're, you're talking to a camera. You're trying to come off natural. Yeah. But, like, you're in a room alone yeah. or maybe there's one other person in there. It's, it's very... It's a very... Weird situation if you're Dude, not. Used you already to do it.
2: got the camera stuff. This is what the we we the agnostic people call kismet. Have you heard of kismet?
1: I don't think there's that I many syllables not, in no. kismet.
2: Well, my people, the agnostic people, we say kismet, and it means <laughs> it means just a happy coincidence that you know you happen to already have all that stuff, and we happen to give you that advice today, coincidentally crossing a, paths, aka kismet, which is what we a
1: confirmation.
2: Say. So how cool is that? Well,
1: I
5: really appreciate it, and. uh I mean thank you guys I, I listen
2: all the time and I am here for the vibe Hell nice. yeah brother! Thank you
1: Well thank you Ash Shabib, <laughs> Automotive
2: Consulting Thank you guys <laughs> Consulting <laughs> thank you guys so We much. love you Thanks yeah, for we submitting love you, Good luck out there Thanks guys Bye Well thank you all for listening to the 100th episode of The Shit They Don't Tell You
1: We hope you got a lot of information out of that and or uh, entertainment I don't know I don't know they're here for the vibe. I don't know. You're here for the vibe. Yeah. I hope you got a lot of vibe from it. I think
2: I got a lot of vibe.
1: I did too. Yeah. That was like, that was so much different than answering questions off of a paper. Wasn't it more fun? It was more fun. It yeah. was also like more nerve wracking because I was like, oh my God, they're right here listening to me. Yeah. Like I, if I say the wrong thing, like I can't go back and be like, actually I changed my mind.
2: Sure you can. We'll just edit it out. Uh, true. And we'll dump I'll, their call. I'll
1: pretend that I said that yeah, other thing no on the phone call. Yeah. Yeah. Because, again, we are not experts, but by now you probably know that since it is our 100th episode and you've watched 100 episodes, right? See? So you already knew that. You already knew we weren't experts.
2: And maybe for our 200th, 200th episode, we can start rehearsing for it now, and then we'll have actors call in, and then we'll give oh, the perfect yeah, yeah, answers yeah. to all their questions. Oh, and
1: we could, we'll could we have research assistants that oh, researched yeah, yeah, them yeah. perfectly. We'll
2: have scientists, too.
1: Yeah. Scientists yeah. and doctors. Scientists yeah, yeah, Doctors. Yeah,
2: That'd be so tight.
1: Yeah. So get ready for the 200th episode. It's going to be yep. tight.
2: And we should have the cardinal of agnosticism on, too.
1: What is that? Oh, the card. Cardinal. <laughs> He just has like a fucking hat on, <laughs> right?
2: He's like fucking. Is, I don't know. He's got one that. He's trucker hat that says fucking. He has it. a
1: hat that says I don't IDK. IDK. I don't know. He's like, hey,
2: uh, <laughs> he's like, yo, I'm I'm going in that later. Yeah. <laughs> I like him.
1: Yeah, I like him too. Whoa. Oh, we're we gonna, have gonna hear a call. We have so many oh, callers. No. So many people. Calling. I think we took too many. Calls. I think we need to turn the phone lines off, <laughs> and because uh, we gotta go. Hello, and
2: you're on shit. They I'll tell you live.
1: That was some shit that they didn't tell you. Right. I think so. But the yeah that we gotta go
2: we definitely have to go
1: but we love you and thank you and please rate us and subscribe and all that stuff all that beautiful stuff and if you wanna check out our Patreon we do live streams we're having one this Sunday but you missed it already because it already happened by the time this episode came out but maybe you can make the next one and we'll see you there we hope to see you there and
2: thanks for listening guys you guys are seriously the best audience in the world you really are you have no idea how much we appreciate you guys you guys are awesome Uh, and that you share the show with your friends and stuff you have no idea what it's done for the show so thank you. And
1: maybe one day we'll be thirsty to call you too. We will be. Yeah. Yeah. We will, we will be.
2: thirsty.
1: <laughs>